0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said to his apostles Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me, Is not worthy of me whoever finds his life will lose it and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it whoever receives you receives me and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple. Amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Good morning Father. It's a great joy to be with you as always, and and uh, kind I'm of in the midst of a really busy weekend, in the midst of a really busy couple of weeks. So this last week I was in Omaha most of the week and um, teaching a course for seminarians at the Institute for Priestly Formation, which is an organization that provides a summer program for seminarians, seminarians from all over the country come here, there's about 150 seminarians at Creighton for the summer. And, um, And so I'm teaching this course on like authentic masculinity in the person of Christ the high priest which which is really a human formation class ordered towards preparing to live joyful celibacy and uh then I took a break in the middle of this course on celibacy to do a marriage yesterday <laughs> and uh so we had Anne Veneer and Ambrose Bykirk's wedding yesterday which was really beautiful and uh and so it just caused me to reflect a little bit more about like celibacy and marriage and, and how these two things interact. And, and then that led me to think about a spiritual director I had once when I was an army officer and I was discerning, like, do I want to become a priest someday? And, and he basically looked at me and he, he said this, Sean, if you decide to get married, you have to give up every woman in the world except for one. You become a priest; you just have to give up one more. <laughs> that one more seems like a big deal. And uh, and so, I'm I'm not sure that's a good way of putting it, and I don't put it that way. But but really, what what he was getting at is is this this truth about being a human being, which is that our freedom comes from our ability, like our freedom is a freedom to say no to things, right? True freedom is the freedom to say no to things. And we say no to some things so that we can say yes to other things and so that we can give our full yes. And and we always like have to say no in order to be able to say yes. We have to be able to say no to say, to be able to say yes. And... um, and that's evident just in the faith. And when we make our baptismal promises, the first thing we do is say no, right? The first thing we do is, do you reject Satan and all his works and all his empty shows? So we say no to sin. And after we say no to sin, there's like the freedom to say yes to our Lord and to surrender our life to our Lord. and, and, like when an adult is baptized, that's, that's more prevalent in the imagination. You know, when an adult is baptized and they're asked, do you renounce Satan? They might be thinking about all of the sin that they're renouncing. And so, yes, I'm saying no to this thing so I can say yes to another. And, and that's really what St. Paul is getting at in his letter to the Romans when he says... Are you unaware that we who are baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? And that if we have died with Christ, we shall also live with him. And dying with Christ is when we die to the world, right? When we die to the world. And, and we can say that we die to the world in an abstract way, but, but there's really concrete moments where we're called to die to the world. And when we realize I have obstacles in my spiritual life or when we realize I'm entrusting my heart to something other than to the Lord. I'm entrusting my heart to something other than the Lord. And we can do that in lots of, in lots of things. You know, Like we can be slaves to food or we can be slaves to sugar. And, and there are certain like, things in life that remind us that we're enslaved to them. That remind us we're enslaved to them, and and I've talked often about, you know, a couple of years ago when I was on my sort of like weight loss program, and I cut sugar out of my life, and then if I just let in the little bit of sugar which I did over the last week, because those seminarians stressed me out. <laughs> I went into class on Thursday. I was like, I think I ate all of your feelings last night. <laughs> um, like if I have a little bit of sugar, like I just want to have a ton of sugar. Like, if I eat one cookie, I'm going to eat eight cookies, and I know that. If I just eat, like, protein, I'll be fine. And, and because, like, we experience that we're not free in regard to that thing. And it could be food, or it could be lust, or it could be control. You know, sometimes it's really hard to be free from control and, and wanting to control outcomes and protect ourselves from things. That's That's maybe the hardest one to give up because... It's the sneakiest way that we can be enslaved to something. And it's the sneakiest way that, that it, it gets in the way of trusting in the Lord. And, and so what our Lord says to his apostles, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And, and he's not saying we're called to renounce our families, right? He's not saying that we're called to not love our families. But but there are times when I know in my own experience that I've maybe loved my family more than the Lord, or because of my love for my family or, or something like that, I, I stopped letting the Lord be the Lord. And I remember being a new seminarian and feeling like it was my job to personally convert my entire family, all right? So, so my family's all over the place with regard to religious practice and and uh, and so so like I remember like every time I went home on break, I would load myself up with books and, and like scapulars to hide around the house and and like I, like it's my job to convert my family. And and the more that I would focus on that <laughs> the more my heart was drifting from and trusting myself to Jesus and, and kind of letting Jesus be Jesus. And, and in many ways, I was trying to be a savior myself or trying to control, like, the outcome or feeling over-responsible. Like, those are all ways that, that we sort of love our families more than the Lord. And it wasn't until I learned to let God be God and I'm going to be Sean that, and I'm just going to love my family the best I can and let our Lord sort it out, like once I've kind of learned to start to do that, because I'm not going to say I do it perfectly, but once I learned to start to do that, the fruit was, it just laid, left a lot more space for our Lord to act in the way our Lord wanted to act. And, and I've seen like an incredible amount of growth because our Lord can do something much better than I can. And really trusting in Him means... That I I trust that he can take care Of my family He can take care of my friends He can take care of our parishes And so when we die to the world We're dying to our own will and, And just seeking only Only the will of God And and seeking to recognize that when it appears and then to, to be able to cooperate with it as much as possible. And there's really true freedom in that. And as we're getting ready to celebrate the 4th of July and we celebrate our country's freedom, we're reminded of, of all of the, the people who have given their lives so that we could enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy. But it's also a time that we can reflect on, on the person, the one person who gave his life so that we could be truly free. And, and that we're called to be truly free from sin, from selfishness, from whatever things get in the way. To be truly free from wherever our heart is drawn other than Christ. when we learn to say no to the world so that we can say yes to our Lord, that's where our happiness lies. That's where true joy lies. That's where a true sense of belonging is. And every desire of our heart is fulfilled. And so today, let us pray that, that our Lord will continue to reveal to us those places that were enslaved, those places that, that are obstacles to freedom. And that he may strengthen us to say no to those things so that we can say yes to him, to his grace, his love, his mercy, and the abundant life that he promises.